Hello everybody you beautiful mother lovers and welcome to the Marvel podcast and by Jesus do I have bits to talk about um <clears throat> so this will mainly be a review of episode 5 of Hawkeye um which was an absolutely crazy episode with a great ending um but I do have to talk about what I went to see yesterday, which or Wednesday, which was Spider Man No Way Home. Um, perfect. Um, I won't I won't give away any spoilers because I'm not that kind of guy. But oh my god, what a film! Honestly, the best Marvel film ever made. Like, just top to bottom, absolute perfection. Wasn't any, like, there wasn't any moments that felt out of place in the film. There wasn't any ongoing um, plot lines that were confusing. There was nothing wrong with the film. Everybody had their place. Um, I, I, I just loved it so much. And it was such an amazing film. And everyone just did so well. You know, I am so proud that Marvel has got to a point where they can explore different orcs and explore different storylines. Because, Spider-Man No Way Home is the end of a trilogy for Tom Holland's Spider-Man and this is the big this is the biggest battle he's ever been in and the whole film is based around how he deals with it while also trying to save the people he loves and try to see some good in the people he is or other versions of him are fighting and you know, such a brilliant film, top to bottom, the most amazing Marvel film that's ever been made, um, in all honesty, it's just perfection, and I absolutely love it, if you do get the chance, do go watch it, it was absolutely amazing, (sighs) it's such a perfect, perfect film, um, yeah, that's absolutely amazing, and I, um, I love it so much. I love it. It's it's brilliant, an absolutely brilliant film. Um, top to bottom perfection, twenty out of ten, best mobile film ever created. Um, absolutely love it, but ladies and gentlemen. We are not here to talk about Spood. We are here to talk about Hawkeye, and let's get into that review. So. Welcome to the Hawkeye episode 5 review, ladies and gentlemen. I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 points that I want to talk to you about. Each one more important than the last. So, first thing, let's talk about that post credit scene. Not post credit scene, but let's talk about that end. Uh, Kate and Clint and the Lopping guy is or in a. And uh, house, or I think it's the open guy's house. And uh, Kate receives a text 
saying, your mum hired me. And I'm from Yelena, neighbors and so on. Um, and she also receives a photo from, uh, from Yelena of her mum with Fesk. Yep, Fesk. Um, from, uh, from Daredevil, which is crazy because Matt Murdock is in Spider-Man, and, um, oh, it's just so good, just so good, and, um, it's crazy because obviously it's never really been shown as canon, or it's never really been spoken as canon, and, um, it will also be very interesting to see how they're going to walk the whole Fisk thing. Like, is he going to be from where he left off in Daredevil Season 3? Or will he be a variant in the MCU? And the Daredevil series is still another universe. A question sent to me by my cousin. But, uh, what do we think? What do we think, people? I think Daredevil will, because of the connection of Matt Murdock, I think that Daredevil will be canon, and I think they might start to make more shows canon in <laughs> the MCU, and it's just absolutely amazing. I love Fisk, and I love that, the, that they did this, because there's obviously so much rumours about um, you know, there's also so much rumours about May Fisk being there, May Fisk not being there, or, you know, Fisk being in a post-credit scene, and I read that he's going to be in a post-credit scene, and there was going to be something, and then he was shown in the episode, that's like, oh, that's mad Obviously, the finale is going to be really, really big, with Fisk and with the reveal that um, Kate's mum is with Fisk and that she's been a bad person this whole time and it's just going to be really interesting how they try to walk every part of the puzzle into this massive, massive puzzle that we've been walked into. Also, Yelena Belova. Yelena is in Hawkeye. Yelena's back. Yelena was the best part of... Um, Black Widow, like an honesty, I absolutely loved Yelena Belova and her and Kate Bishop is um, absolutely amazing, and there's just supremacy in it, you know. Um, Kate Bishop and Yelena Belova supremacy. That's that that scene where they're just eating, and Yelena was uh, interrogating Kate. Fucking hilarious. Fucking comedy. Um, comedy gold. Kate, um, Yelena. What's her name? Florence Pugh and um, Hilly Steinfeld are absolutely amazing. Uh, two of the best actresses in the world right now, and definitely the two that suit Kate Abyss up and Yelena Belova to the ground. Um, it could be two people or two characters that become very intertwined with their futures in the next few months of Marvel or the next phase if they bring in the Young Avengers if they bring in the Dark Avengers they could have Kate 
become bad and make her join the Dark Avengers, or you could have them being the Young Avengers, which is where I think they're gonna go. I don't think they'll do the Dark Avengers for a while. They could, and they could bring around Red Hulk, and you already have um, your Fisk, obviously, and you have you know Venom. You have all the people that you need for Dark Avengers, and um. You have Zemo, but in my opinion, they'll do Young Avengers before they do Dark Avengers. That's just my opinion. I don't know if they actually will. Um, you know, I could, they could, they could do none. But, you know, and let's just have a way you think about it. But I do think with Yelena and Kate and the kids from Holland Division and um, <laughs> some friend from. Uh, well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I do think Young Avengers is being set up, so it will be very, very interesting, and I'm very, very excited for it. Um, because any interaction where Kate bursts up and Yelena Belova are in the same room is definitely one that should be um, replayed multiple times, just because it's fucking comedy gold. Like they're both absolutely amazing actresses, and they suit their roles so well. And I think Kate is gonna have problem. You know, she obviously understands Yelena's thought process, is he? and that Yelena just wants some sort of closure for her sister. But Kate's gonna try and be like, hey, this isn't where you're gonna get it. So let's talk about Hawkeye, um, as in the male Hawkeye, as in, um, Clint. He is fucked. Fisk wants him dead. Kate's mom wants him dead. Yelena wants him dead. Maya wants him dead. Um, Maya's boyfriend wants him dead. Fucking everybody wants him dead. Um, will he make it home for Christmas? Who knows? I feel like the Hawkeye finale, there are so many different routes you can go. Um, you know, you can have the happy route where he does make it home for Christmas. You can have the sad route with where he dies. And um, Kate takes over the mantle of Hawkeye. You could have my. Um, he just doesn't make it home for Christmas. He survives but just misses out on Christmas. Uh, there's so many different routes you can go down. And it's just so interesting to me how um, they've woven this spider of a spider nest of possibilities, this widow of possibilities. See what I did there? Um, it's definitely interesting, and I think that um, Yelena will have a big part to play in the finale more so than anyone else because the whole story around um, why Yelena is there is because she was told that Hawkeye killed Natasha which is possibly true but you know it's just very interesting and will Clint make it home for Christmas? I don't think so I don't think so I think it's going to be a sad ending, uh, more so than a happy ending, because obviously WandaVision made a bit of a happy ending, obviously you know, WandaVision made a really sad ending, um, 
Falcon and Winter Soldier, we had a pretty happy ending. And um, I think this one, Hawkeye, just misses out on Christmas. Um, so, but the people will be happier. His family will be happier that he's home and alive. And he'll, and he'll get to a point where he will be like, okay, you know what? I need to hang this up. I want to spend more time with my family. And he gives the mantle of Hawkeye to Kate Bissop, where the Young Avengers is. And this is where the Young Avengers starts to blossom. So, Maya's boyfriend. Uh, let's talk about that more for Hurricane, Hurricane, Hurricane more for So, it turns out that Maya's boyfriend definitely, more than definitely, um, had a had a way, um, or had a say in the death of Maya's dad. Uh, Hawkeye told her that. And um, I think it was pretty obvious from the body language when Maya questioned him about it. Like, it's very, very interesting. Um, and I think that Maya, notable, is, is a bit of a un- an, uh, misunderstood character. Like, she's not bad. She just wants closure for her losing her dad, which is fair enough. Um, obviously, the way she's maybe going to, going about it is bad, and the way she is trying to um, kill Clint is bad. But she's doing it from a place of regret that she didn't save her dad. She's doing it from a place of hate. Um... Which is sad, and um, but I do think, but I think Maya's boyfriend dies in the finale. I think Maya kills him. She she finds out that he was the one that killed her dad. I think she will murder her boyfriend, and then become good. I think she eventually becomes good, kills her boyfriend, leaves the mafia. And Clint helps her get a wee bit of closure on what really happened to her dad. Um, the finale is going to be an emotional one. I, be- I believe it's going to be very emotional. I can't, I just can't see um, how it's happy. And in really, in reality, I can't. I just can't see how it's happy. Um, I could be completely wrong. I could be happy, but I just think it leads to more of a sadder finale. For Hawkeye to be more effective than a happier finale. Um, and I think that's how you can just make it that wee bit better than maybe um, the other two shows. I think WandaVision's the best show, but Hawkeye is a bit of a dark horse and it's definitely not been that bad. <sighs> I've enjoyed it. Um, and I like Fisk, I like that they've introduced Fisk into the MCU. And I think it's it's definitely been one of the better shows for reintroducing people and introducing people into this new phase of the multiverse. Um, so who's not making out of, making it out of the finale? The last thing I want to talk about: who is not 
making it out of the finale, who is biting the dust, um, while Maya's boyfriend is definitely dying. Uh, probably most of the tracksuit mafia, they'll probably be killed, unless they have, you know, they're fairly taken down by, um, they're fairly taken down by, uh, Ronan, when Hawkeye dressed up as Ronan, when he went to, um, talk to Maya, that obviously went south, but anyways, um, it's very, very interesting that, you know, you have this finale where I think there's a real possibility that Hawkeye, Clint Borton, doesn't make it out alive. I think there's a 50% chance that Clint bites the dust in the finale, and there's a 50% chance he doesn't, and this retires. Um, I think Maya's boyfriend, Kate's mum, Hawkeye, Tracksuit Mafia, and possibly Fisk, even though I think Fisk survives. I think Fisk survives to live another day in the MCU in the finale, which is great because I love Fisk. He should definitely be in more things. Um, maybe. Oh, what's that one? What's that one? What's that one? What's that one? Uh, I can't remember. But um, Fisk can be thrown into any situation and he'll just be amazing and he'll look amazing and he's having fun which is great and it's going to be such an interesting finale and episode 5 set it up so well with that final picture, that final cut of um, Fisk and Kate's mum being in Conhusen and that's just mental. I still can't believe that but um, it was done beautifully, and when, um, the director of Hawkeye did it perfectly. Perfectly. Absolutely perfect. I'm a Darren Craig. This has been the Marvel Podcast. That was the Hawkeye episode 5 review. Love you all. See you there.